Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 23. What are you doing for fun? Yes, really. By Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I'm here each day of the week narrating different posts for you that are all about the journey of parenting and how to make sure your parenting skills are top-notch. Now, today's article is by Julie Morgenstern, who's going to show you why and how you should carve out some time for your hobbies and your personal time. A novel concept for parents, I know. So, let's get right into it and optimize your life. What are you doing for fun? Yes, really. By Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Our hobbies, our passions, and what we do for pure relaxation fuel and restore us physically, emotionally, and psychologically in the most efficient way imaginable. Those restorative activities provide care and nurturance for your soul, providing you with the energy you need to get through everything life throws at you. And yet, in our Parent Time survey, a whopping 84.5% of parents said they spend too little time on hobbies and personal relaxation. It's hard to find the time, sure, but the issue of time is ultimately solvable. By taking a creative approach, we can learn to nurture ourselves and cultivate our hobbies in short microbursts. If you love to write, for example, you could spend 20 minutes over lunch or in the evening writing haikus or journaling about your day. Or maybe you're a fitness junkie who's struggling to make it to the gym for an hour, three days per week. But I bet you could find 8-10 to minutes every day for high-intensity interval training, HIIT exercises, while your kids are napping or doing homework. Adjusting the mechanics of your approach to fun in small, consistent doses is the first step. The other shift we need to make is in our mindset. We need to believe that we deserve time for fun and that it is an essential component of a happy, healthy life. See if any of these three common belief systems interfere with your ability to make more time for fun. Number one, if I'm not taking care of someone or being productive, I don't have value. Many people are driven by a rewarding work ethic that leads them to feel irresponsible or that they have no value unless they are working or taking care of someone. That belief system is ingrained in our culture and can be hard to transcend for everyone, but particularly for women who easily fall into caretaker roles. Letting go of this mindset usually requires taking a leap of faith and experiencing the benefits of spending short bursts of time on your own hobbies, passions, and interests. You'll realize that not only did the world not fall apart, but you came back stronger and more ready to give of yourself to others. If doing something for yourself is too big a leap, do it for your family or your job. After all, allowing yourself the chance to be an interesting, well-rounded, and whole human being puts you in the best position to come up with creative solutions and care for others. Number two, taking time for fun is selfish and or not fair to my family. Nearly every client I've ever coached says, oh Julie, I would feel so guilty asking for time to do my hobby, or my husband will laugh me out of the room if I say I want Sunday afternoons for going off on my own to a museum. I get it, truly I do. 
but you have to find a way to make the case for yourself and for your family, because it's good for everyone. Consider making fun part of the values by which your family lives. Trade time for fun with your spouses, e.g., you'll cover bath time and bedtime on Tuesday nights if your partner takes Wednesdays. Or, if you can swing it, hire a sitter to come once a week for the sole purpose of entertaining the kids while you take the time to pursue your passion. Number three, work first, play second. Adulthood seems defined by this ethic. How does it develop? When kids are really small, all they do is play. Then at some point, adults intervene under the auspices of helping a kid grow up and say, okay, buddy, you can play, but first you have to do your chores, or no playing until you finish your homework. The principle certainly has its merits, but as that message seeps deeper and deeper into your unconscious psyche, it can drive you to be all work and no play, which psychologists agree makes Jack a very dull boy. When there's major play deprivation in an otherwise competent adult, they're not much fun to be around, notes Dr. Stuart Brown, a psychiatrist and founder of the National Institute for Play. If you apply the work-first, play-second principle to your life as a parent, you will nearly guarantee that you have zero time for play. Your work is endless as you check things off your to-do list. More tasks are added all the time. But if you flip the narrative, if you start with play, you'll have more energy for work. When you have fun, time expands. If you need a little extra boost, remember this. What's good for your own mental health is good for your children. It's beneficial and important for your kids to see you pursue fulfillment beyond their existence. It teaches them that it's healthy and normal to have interests and passions beyond the immediate influence of their family. Kids want to know their parents are devoted to their well-being, but they also want their parents to be fulfilled and happy adults. And they're willing to sacrifice an hour or two with you if it means you'll come back to them happy, healthy, and present. You just listened to the post titled, What Are You Doing for Fun? Yes, Really, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And a great read from Julie about the value of having fun in our lives, not only for the sake of our sanity, which is obvious, but for the sake of our kids as well. Not only do they want to see us be happy, as she mentioned, but they need to. Consider the many lessons our children are learning from us from the get-go. Exemplifying work-life balance and showcasing not only the ability, but the after-effects of finding joy, it sets them up to live a life the same way, which I assume is what you want for them. But that'll do it for today, everyone. Go out there and make some time for one of your hobbies today. And of course, be sure to come on back tomorrow where I will have another parenting post for you and where your optimal life awaits.